When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So much has changed about our lives, the way we shop, play, work, and learn, especially how we experience health care. Today and always, Forest General Hospital is doing everything possible to ensure your health and safety. The experienced team of professionals provides the latest treatment options with the warmth and compassion you deserve. We do what is best for our patients. It's our mission. It is why we are here. Forest General Hospital. Warm service, safe environment, exceptional care. Visit ForestGeneral.com for more information. Well, hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another edition of Inside Southern Miss Athletics, our weekly look kind of behind the scenes of what's going on here in athletics at the University of Southern Mississippi. Got a good show for you today, a lot of football today. We're going to start off here in a minute with our director of athletics, Jeremy McLean, and uh, then we'll talk football first with defensive coordinator and linebacker coach Austin Armstrong and spend some time with the safeties coach for the Golden Eagles, Dan O'Brien. So a lot of football today as the Golden Eagles are just about a week and a half before they start the 2022 football season. But again, Jeremy McLean starts things off for us. And Jeremy, a couple of great events here in the last few weeks, including one this past Saturday at the stadium, kind of a fan fest where they got to watch practice. Uh, they got to hear Will Hall talk. The kids got to jump around, do a lot of things. So uh, neat weekend, neat event. You could feel the excitement there is amongst our fans about Golden Eagle football. Yeah, it was a great weekend, John. As you mentioned, you know, uh, we've and we've done fan fest for many years. Uh, we've done it in different places, different venues, but a little change of pace this year. We actually did it kind of at the end of practice in the stadium, and and I, I agree with you. I think the energy was just a little bit different, uh, different level of excitement. Um, kids got to be kind of interactive.
interactive with the players, get their autographs on the field, um, and then you know had Coach Hall uh, go and visit with our with our folks up in the Touchdown Club, and and uh, just a, a a really really good day, and and you know. Although we know it's it's here, it really finally felt like uh, football season's here, you know, and, and the level of excitement that everybody brought to Saturday. I think our players may have enjoyed it a little bit more than they might normally do. The, some of the things they had for the kids, whether it be the, the baskets down there for the basketballs, and they're down there dunking and trying to shoot three-pointers, and they had the jumping uh, things for the kids. So uh, our players, I think, uh, nice to get a little bit of a break uh, while Coach Hall was talking to everybody upstairs. They had fun down on the field. Yeah, I think that was uh, probably the most enjoyable part of the day was seeing them interact with the, the young young Golden Eagle fans on, on the field and, and, like I said, getting autographs and just uh, engaging in some of the games. And, and, and just that connection is what's really important, I think, especially for, for the little ones, to to have them look up to our players and our players take that seriously and, and, and really be committed to, to engaging, I, I think, goes a long way. And, you know, and I think Coach Hall and his staff do a great job of setting the tone when it comes to that. And you can tell. I think you're right. I think the kids, as they grow older, they remember the chance they had to be down on the field to interact with maybe their favorite player or become fans of another player that they never met before. So uh, nice event for mom and dad. I think the kids probably had the most fun the other day. Yeah, you know, and I think I think you're right on. I think it's about growing uh, our fan base, and and you know, no better way to do that than to start them when they're young, right? And and uh, so that level of interaction and and letting them kind of look up, and you know, you as as a young as a young child and I can remember you kind of gravitate to certain players for different reasons either you get a chance to meet them or, or you know they they give you a, a item as you're coming off the field as many of our guys do um, you know or they just or they sign your poster or just have a little interaction with you so uh, those are the things we're shooting for we want to continue to build that that young group of fans and in our players uh, did an excellent job of, of helping do that on Saturday. And that's another thing I think we're trying to do uh, on on game day is have enough events, whether they're for the older fans, the younger fans, the little kids and things like that, things that you have on campus before games or during games or after games. Kids remember that. And uh, when they get older, they want their kids to enjoy that. Yeah, that's right. And, you, you know, they don't always <clears throat> remember what the score is or, or who we're playing, but you know, I think it's about the experience during the day, and that, and that's for you know uh, the young kids and the old kids. To be honest with you, uh, their parents as well. Now, the the parents are going to be a little more invested in what's happening on the field, which I'm thankful for. But it's about creating uh, the right type of atmosphere, giving people something to experience and remember. And that's why we've talked a lot about trying to make this. Uh, you know, it's a it's a game day. It's not just a, a you know, it's not just what happens on the field. It's the entire day and the experience that people leave with. One of the most most important relationships around campus is with our alumni association. Jerry DeFatty and his crew uh, are are really involved in making things happen and really kind of uh, do a tremendous job of helping athletics because a lot of the things that they do are geared towards football, basketball, whatever the case may be. Yeah, we have a great partnership. Jerry and his staff do a fantastic job. You know, and I think that's one of the things since uh, you know I've been back. I know for the past three plus years is that we've really tried to make sure that's a strong relationship that we partner on things that can can benefit everyone and really try to focus on uh, combining our efforts being efficient with our resources and uh, very thankful for that partnership and and think you know it's and, and you know it's not like that on every campus un- unfortunately but uh, we've been very fortunate here to 
to, to be on the same page and be able to help each other with some of these events. And, and you know, we want to we want to be good partners and help grow the university. And along the uh, the same line, the uh, the president now, Joe Paul, Joe was at the, the uh, deal the other day at, at The Rock. He's right in the middle of it all. You almost uh, look out there and he's out there with the kids sometimes out on the football field. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, Coach Hall brings great energy to, to, to things. And, and I'm sure I think Joe Paul is right there with him uh, when we get a chance to, to get him in front of groups and as we've done a lot this summer and we did on Saturday he just brings a great passion and energy for the university which is very you know, it's just contagious quite honestly and and uh, I think it's it's been great to to see him get up and speak to the groups and uh, you know very thankful for his willingness to do that and and uh, be a part of these events and and really engage people during, during what's a, a very important time for us during this transition so thankful for his leadership Visiting with our Director of Athletics, Jeremy McLean, as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics just over a week before the start of the football season. And, uh, Jeremy, as we sit here uh, today looking out in the rock, and it's been this way for several weeks, we've seen work crews doing all kinds of things inside the stadium, outside the stadium. What are some things that they're they're trying to get done to kind of uh, maybe improve the atmosphere but also uh, kind of make it look a little better? Yeah, I think uh, one of the things working on right now as you said the crews here today is is in uh, updating improving signage uh, some of that is just it's time to to update some of our our signage um, and, and also the the transition uh, to the Sun Belt conference obviously and some need to to update some logos and things like that so you're seeing a little bit of a refresh around the stadium you know from the standpoint of just uh not not necessarily a different look but just an updated look and uh, trying to kind of improve that uh, that wow factor if you will when you come into the stadium and, and how it looks and feels, which is really important to us, obviously. So that, that's what we've tried to be, you know, focused on a lot this past couple of weeks. And as we we uh, kind of finish the stretch till, towards the beginning of the season, uh, we'll be adding some other things as well. But right now, this week, focused on improving this signage. Brad Smith is one of our athletic directors. Assistant athletic director has a lot to do with some of the things that are going on inside the stadium, outside the stadium. He's got a great young crew of uh, men and women who are really working hard to. to make it kind of a special experience yeah he, he really does brad does a fantastic job and you know of leading that group and he, he we're very very blessed we've got some uh, tremendous talent in different areas whether it be creative content or marketing or communications video what whatever the case may be we've got a lot of talent um and and, and they are willing to to get after it and work hard and and because and there's a lot to be done and, and that goes a long way so very very thankful for that crew you know they're responsible for much of that event on saturday um uh, they're responsible for much of what you see leading up to, um, you know, opening weekend. And so just, uh, you know, very, very thankful for them. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're blessed to have them on our staff. We've talked about this uh, several times over the last few weeks. Season tickets, tickets for the Liberty game, the season opener here in about a, a week and a half. How is that going? Are you still seeing a lot of movement there as uh, that season opener approaches? Yeah, we are. We're, we're uh, well over 9,000 season tickets sold now. Uh, single games went on sale this past week, so we're starting to pick up there as well. Um, and so really uh, pleased and excited about what that looks like for us. You know, we've uh, mentioned, I think we put this out, 
out publicly last week or so. And we we're very close to setting a record for Eagle Club donations in a given year and for memberships in a given year. And so making a lot of progress in just kind of that engagement um, across across those different areas. And, and so I think that bodes well for us. And you know, as we approach kickoff, I think we're going to see and we'll continue to see an uptick and we'll see where we end up with the final number. But really pleased with where we are right now and just that level of engagement from tickets to Eagle Club and, and just people, uh, I think, being hungry to be involved and engaged in what's happening. And a lot of uh, different ways to come to the ballgame, a lot of different ticket packages and ways to, to come. Some is not for everybody, but uh, it's, a, it's a great opportunity to find a way to come and be a part of the atmosphere. Yeah, one of our objectives is to try to create the opportunities, right, whether it's group opportunities, which we have plenty of, of, of there, if it's premium seating suites and club areas, if it's if it's upper deck pricing, whatever the case may be, we've got, we got a lot of price points and a lot of different spaces within the stadium to try to create the right type of atmosphere depending on who's coming to enjoy the game. And that's been one of our objectives over the last couple of years, and we're, we're always looking to improve it. Um, but we want to make sure that, you know, if you want to come to a game that there's a there's an opportunity for you to do that and something that fits your interests. Jeremy McLean, our director of athletics, visiting uh, with us here as we go inside Southern Miss athletics. I don't want to make you put your football uh, coach's uh, hat on for a few minutes. You've watched the Golden Eagles practice quite a bit. You've seen some of the scrimmages and things like that. What do you like that you're seeing from Will Hall's football team? Yeah, I mean it's it's been fun to watch. Uh, obviously, we we've got quite a few new faces this year, so I, I think uh, one of the things that's jumped out at me is just the level the the amount of depth uh, the level of depth that uh, that will and his staff been able to create uh, especially in a short period of time like we, we had serious depth issues last year um, and they really did a great job of uh, utilizing transfer portal signing a great class getting and just really addressing some areas of need and then just watching it kind of come together you see flashes of, of different areas that that look very very promising I think defensively it's been fun to watch we again the depth piece is is uh, one of the big factors there but uh, I think defensively uh, we've got an opportunity to, to be really really fun to watch and, and I'm excited about that part when you think back on last year and Will talks about this all the time. Uh, they only had about 62 uh, scholarship guys. Now a full complement of guys and guys that he's kind of brought into this program. So a lot deeper ball club, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch them this year. Yeah, it is. And, and again, I, I was focused on the defense there. That's not to take away from any of our offensive uh, talent. We, we, I think we had a chance to be really, really special on offense as well. you just kind of seen the depth on defense make a huge different, uh, difference in fall camp. So really excited about, uh, about what we're seeing. And, you know, it's, you know, until you step out there and, and line up against someone else, that'll be the true measuring stick. And, uh, but I do know we're headed in the right direction. This is, you know, it's a, it's a program that's being built the right way on a foundation that is sustainable. And those are the things from day one. Matter of fact, during the interview process, that's what Will and I talked about was we want to try to do this in a way that, that lasts for decades, not, not, not for two or three years. And so I think his mindset has always been, and, and I'm, you know, and I appreciate that, and he's really bought into and focused on trying to build it the right way, and, and I think that's what we're seeing. Talked a lot of football, but there's a lot of other things going on here at uh, Southern Miss. Soccer is already playing. Uh, volleyball is getting ready to start playing. Cross country will start before long, on and on, so it's a busy time of year. It is. You know, like you said, uh, soccer's already started and a couple of matches under their belt and, and really, really tough non-conference schedule here. It's We're basically playing an SEC schedule, I think, to start the year, and, and uh, that will help prepare 
prepare us, obviously, for co- tough conference play in the Sun Belt. And, and then volleyball gets started this weekend, and great opportunity for them as they head over to Tuscaloosa to start a tournament over there. And uh, first first year for, for Jenny and, and her group, and really excited about what we've seen out of them uh, leading up to this first season and, and uh, anxious for them to get out there and compete against someone else. I know it's hard for our fans to see everything, but I think they'd really enjoy if they uh, spent a day watching volleyball or watching soccer or tennis, whatever the case may be. Yeah, I would definitely encourage folks to come out, even, even if you haven't had that experience before, it's not been on your radar. I would love for you to come out and experience some of those things this fall, come out and see soccer compete and, and come come watch volleyball compete. And, you know, we, we, we have, uh, I think we're headed in a very positive direction. We've got a great group of coaches who are doing really, really good things. And, and I think, um, especially if you have young ones, I know with me, you know, uh, my girls, they love to go watch uh, volleyball. They're into volleyball. And, and so they love to go watch that. And, and, and so if you've got little ones for sure, we'd encourage you to bring them out and be a part of what we're trying to do and get them out to some of these other events and get a chance to experience and, and interact with some of these other programs. Before we uh, let you go, one more opportunity for these fans to come out. And uh, it's not too late. Still get tickets. You can still come to football. If you can't get them ahead of time, you can still walk up to the day of the game and get tickets. So uh, need as many people as we can. Need to fill up the rock. Yeah, you know, we talked about trying to take that step as a program and, and we've added more depth and we're better and, you know, we're going to see kind of what that means once we line up against someone else. But what we do need and what we can control, I think, is creating an atmosphere at home here in, in, in the rock that gives our team an opportunity to be successful. You know, home field advantage should be a real thing. And as you, you know, I, I've said we're positive things about where we're tracking on season tickets and, and game day atmosphere and all that's, that's, those are really, really good things. But what we need to do is make sure that we're filling this stadium up. And so we encourage you, if you're already planning on coming, bring someone with you, be loud, let's create the right type of atmosphere and give our student athletes a great opportunity to be successful. Yeah, atmosphere is always a lot better with 35,000 people in there, isn't it? Yeah, no doubt. It, and, it, and it can really, uh, you know, and this, this stadium is set up to be really tough, a tough place to play when it's filled up. And, you know, I hope that going in, you know, my hope is that going into this Sunbelt Conference that our Sunbelt opponents leave our place going, wow, you know, their first experience here is something that's really uh, special from the standpoint of the atmosphere and environment. And, and I hope they leave here thinking that's a tough place to play. Jeremy, thanks as always. We'll see you next time. Thanks, John. Jeremy McLean, our Director of Athletics, taking us inside Southern Miss Athletics. When we come back, we'll talk Golden Eagle football with the defensive coordinator of Will Hall's Ball Club. Uh, It's Austin Armstrong. He's going to stop by and visit with us. When we come back, this is Inside Southern Miss Athletics. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. The Keg and Barrel in Hattiesburg is a proud sponsor of Southern Miss Athletics and wishes the Golden Eagles the best of luck during the season. The Keg and Barrel is located at 1315 Hardy Street in a 100-year-old home and has a full food menu. The Keg and Barrel is open for business seven days a week and are proud sponsors of Southern Miss Athletics and Golden Eagle Baseball. 
Okay, my name's not Smokey, and I'm certainly not a bear, but I do come bearing an important message regarding wildfires. If it's a windy day, don't burn, and make sure you're not under a burn ban. Because like the slogan says, only you can prevent wildfires. I know, it sounds better when he says it. So pretend it came from a big furry bear in a ranger hat. And visit msforestry.com for more wildfire prevention tips. A message from the Mississippi Forestry Commission through a grant from the USDA Forest Service. And welcome back, everybody, as we continue to go inside Southern Miss Athletics. Going to turn our attention to Golden Eagle football. Eagles just a little over a week away from opening up the 2022 football season. We're going to visit with the linebackers coach, the defensive coordinator for the Golden Eagles, Austin Armstrong. Nice enough to stop by and visit with us. And Austin, uh, you guys have been hard at work here to get ready for the season. Uh, now just a little over a week away. Uh, do you start getting anxious or you start getting ready to ready to play for real or do you feel like you got to have a little more time to, to kind of get ready? John, appreciate you having me on. You know, we feel good about where we're at. You know, we have different phases of our calendar year from January when we're building, you know, the identity of our team in the off-season program with Coach Ancar, and then we have spring football, and then we have another off-season strength conditioning deal before school gets out, and then we have our summer stuff, which, you know, you're, you have so much time with them, and then you go through fall camp. So I'm obviously excited, you know, excited to go against someone else, certainly. You know, I think we had a tremendous amount of growth in fall camp and developing the identity of our, def- our, our team and our defense, and we made a lot of progress, and, you know, tomorrow, you know, when we start practicing, We'll do half and half practices as we're getting ready for Liberty and continue to keep our blades sharp and some good on good stuff. And then we'll transition to more in-season practices next week. But really excited about it. It seems like it's creeping up on you, but we got a lot of time. We've got a great plan, and I'm excited about executing it. When you look at your guys, so what do you like that you've been seeing out of your defensive football team? Where are some areas where you feel like you got to be a little better, a little bit sharper? Well, the things I, I like, you know, I feel like we have – a lot more depth, especially up front. You know, we feel comfortable about playing about seven, eight guys at three spots. And then you've got three to five outside linebackers you feel good about playing on first and second down and then then four of them on special situations, third down, some edge rushers and doing the things that we do at inside linebacker. I feel good about four guys and a couple other guys developing opportunities for themselves and in the secondary you know we feel good about our corner and safety situation. So I've been pleased with that. I've been pleased with their ability to hand the ta- handle the tactical aspect of our our fall camp, you know, our offense. Coach Hall and Coach Craig do a phenomenal job creating formation issues, run game issues, and pass game issues. So that's my one of my favorite parts is the ability to deal with those issues, how to handle them. Because the more issues you can handle in spring ball, fall camp, during the summer, and the OTAs. It gives you a realistic idea of what you can do from a game plan standpoint. A lot of guys back from a year ago and a lot of guys who were here even before you got here who sort of have a pretty good handle of how Golden Eagle football defensively is supposed to be played. Yeah, you know, that's what, you know, you're really pleased with how, like I said, the tactical spots, linebacker and safety, when you have those guys back, they're able to kind of get the checkers in the right spot due to certain situations. They can handle adjustments and they they're able to do it because when they have a high capacity to learn and then they're competent and they can play but the cumulative effect of all their reps right all the meetings all the walkthroughs all the practices and then game experience which you can't simulate you know we feel really really good about that and i've been pleased with that good defenses seem to react instead of have to stop and think about what's going to happen or what they need to do is this defense of the golden eagles starting to get to that point where they sort of know what to do just immediately yeah you know i think 
first off, we want to be an attacking aggressive style. You know, we want to dictate the style of play of how the game's going to go by how we're able to line up. You know, we want to be able to be multiple. Uh, most offenses now, John, keep the same 11 players on the field and run every play in every formation. So, therefore, we have to be able to do the same thing. We have to be able to play odd spacing, four down front, pressure, simulate pressure, do all those things. And I'm really excited about our ability to do that, you know, due to the, the, the personnel pieces that we have. But the most important thing to me is how we play, the, the effort, uh, the enthusiasm, the physicality, the things that really try to make us, you know, what we want to be. Uh, as the nasty bunch, right? And then the most important thing is physicality. When that ball gets handed off or thrown or on the perimeter, we have to relentless, relentlessly pursue it, and we've got to strike and finish and tackle, and we got to continue to work that, and I'm excited about that. Throughout the history of uh, football, offenses do something new. Defenses have to react to that. Defenses do something new. Offense has to kind of uh, adjust to that. What's been the biggest change in your mind just in the time you've been in it that the, the offenses have done differently than maybe they did years ago? Well, I think the biggest challenge, like I was talking about earlier, is their ability to keep the same 11 players on the field, right? So what I'm saying there, they can have a one tight end, one running back, three receivers, and they can run every formation, right? They can run every play. Or they can have two tight ends, one running back, two receivers, and run every play, every formation, see what personnel you're in, break the formation, close the formation. Uh, and then you add all the quarterback run game stuff uh, along with double and triple option RPOs. So every play in football now, John, has two plays in one, if that makes sense. There's usually a run play with a version of a pre-snap or post-snap RPO, either downfield or not downfield. And, you know, we treat just like we're playing, you know, Bill Yeoman in Houston, the Wix, you know, playing the, the split back veer right you have a dive player you've got a quarterback player you've got a pitch player right sometimes that pitch is down the field sometimes it's behind the line of scrimmage right but you got to be prepared for that and then obviously the changes in tempo you know you got to work that you know all the time and I think we're very fortunate here is that our offense has a lot of variables as well so we're able to expose our players not to go beat our offense every day but to be exposed to issues to be able to handle them for when the school board's on they've been exposed to that they can work through them they've gone through those anxieties of making checks and adjustments and we have a realistic idea of how we can play. Austin Armstrong visiting with us. He's the linebacker coach, the defensive coordinator for the Golden Eagles, who are a little over a week away from the start of the 2022 football season. All right, let's start talking about your guys a little bit. Up front on the defensive line, who are some key guys there? How do you like what you're seeing out of those guys during the preseason workouts? You know, I think the biggest thing is kind of strength in numbers, right? You know, we feel good about our field defensive end of two to three guys playing at that spot. You know, it's Christian Booth. Rodarius Lewis and Jordan Mahaffey. Then you go to our nose position, which plays head up with the center and odd fronts and plays different techniques and four down front. You know, you got, you know, Jalen Williams, Josh Radcliffe, D'Amico Rowland, and then at our end position, which is our boundary inside defensive lineman. You know, you have Quentin Bivens, Armandus Cooley, and then you got a couple guys in there that are multiple and that can move around and help add depth right there. So, you know, you feel good about six to eight guys right there playing, which relative last year we were playing about four and we we're able to have some success. You know, you got to give a lot of credit to Coach. Coach Lacey and his job of acclimating these guys and exposing them to how we do things and give a lot of credit to the players for the job they've done during uh, spring ball, the summer, and fall camp. Is that an area where you felt like you had to be better this year? Certainly. You know what I mean? It just – it allows us to really play the our defense in totality, right? To be able to play the odd front stuff that we want to do from a base standpoint. You know, we're a very multiple team, John, and what that means is we're able to line up and play however it's necessary to stop the other team. 
you know what I'm saying? We play the same way every week, and it's the same thing for us, but it's very different for the other team. And the ability to have, especially that field defensive end, they can play four-eye, they can play on the edge, it can drop, and some of our simulated pressure stuff, it's really, really big for our team. That and our ability to line up and play base and strike blockers. Talk a little bit about uh, the linebackers. Of course, you lost Hayes Maples, unfortunately, early on. But uh, a lot of experience there and a lot of guys that uh, are fun to watch out there playing football. Certainly. Well, you know, John, you, know, you don't replace a guy like Hayes Maples. you got to make do without him. You know what I mean? Not just him as a player on the field, but, you know, his influence of people off the field, his work ethic, everything that he does to represent this university in a first-class way. And Hayes is doing a phenomenal job with his physical therapy. Uh, he's crushing it like he does everything else. And he's around. He's at every meeting. You know, he's Coach Hayes right now, right? You know, he's helping me. He's influencing people in a positive way. And hopefully we can influence him to maybe be a coach one day because our profession sure needs good men like him. And then you add, you know, Dalen Gill, our, right now our Mike linebacker, you know, transfer from Ole Miss from Louisville and Jones Junior College does a great job. Dalen has got a little bit of an eraser mentality, right? It may not be perfect, but he can run the ball down. He can strike. He's a good tackler. You know, he's got really good character, and he has, you know, high capacity to learn. You know, his biggest thing was he was, you know, thousands of reps behind the guys that have been here from meetings, walkthroughs, practice, and the, their their cumulative effect of knowing what to do. He's had to make up ground, and I've been really impressed with his capacity to be able to do that, and he's a great person. Then you add TQ Newsom, who's playing our mic spot as well. You know, TQ going to medical school, really, really smart player. You know, I commend him and Coach Ankar and Coach Ankar's staff about how he's changed his body in the last calendar year, you know, how he's trimmed up, his change of direction, his speed is so much better, and he's new to this position, has done a great job, had a really, really good camp, can really count on him in some situational stuff, and he has some position flexibility. Yeah, it's Swayze Bozeman at wheel linebacker. That's our adjuster linebacker when that handles all the motions and shifts and is in coverage a lot. Swayze's a phenomenal athlete, and, man, he's had a really good camp. He's gotten where he's, you know, not just a do-right guy, but can be productive. And then you add Central Latham to that fold, who's played a bunch of good football here very instinctual has grown so much you know graduated which is a huge deal uh and doing a phenomenal job for us and then you got a couple guys down the line you know Aaron Gregory and Drew Horton that are adding some depth for us I've been very impressed with the defense as a whole but particularly I think the secondary a lot of veteran guys back there uh that are really uh I think leading this ball club and are going to have big years absolutely you know you got a bunch of guys that have played meaningful football there uh, and they're talented, you know, too. Not just played, but they're talented and have had some success. You know, you got to give Coach Williams at our corner spot and Coach O'Brien a lot of credit for the development of those guys. You know, we, we play a lot of stuff in the secondary and we pattern match. You got to spend a lot of time on it. You know, I think you see that cumulative effect of work of being able to have uh, the ability to play plays and do that. You know, at our safety spot, you know, I think you got Jay Stanley at free safety, who I think Jay had as good of a fall camp behind our team. His game speed, which, you know, game speed is totally different than speed, right? You know, you got to be able to run fast to have game speed, but game speed is the ability to process, handle information, and go play fast and be successful. I think Jay has as good of game speed of anybody that's on our team. You had Malik Shorts, who's played a bunch of quality minutes for us. Malik plays our weak safety, our boundary safety spot, doing a really good job there, handles variables well, has become a better tackler. I'm really pleased with him. And then you add... You know, Jay Jones to that spot. Jay's a very talented kid who played in the last three or four games for us last year for Demopolis, Alabama. Big, strong. I think Jay's like 6'1", 210. You know, his, his size-speed ratio is probably as impressive as anybody in that group. Jay's figuring it out. He's done a great job. Coach O'Brien's done a great job with him. And then you add Jeremiah Robinson there, his development. Jay, Jay Robb got moved from offense there. What an ultimate team guy, unselfish. Uh, he's developing at that spot. I think Jay Robb's going to play some good football for us. And then you had J.D. Rutherford who can kind of move around, get the piece 
pieces lined up, kind of a quarterback back there. Glad to have him back. And then you had Lakevis Daniel to that fold, who's kind of moved around from corner and safety for us, who's had some quality minutes for us. So we feel good about that. Then you add our, our star position, what a lot of people call a nickel, right? You know, you have Cam Harrell and Tyler Knight, who I think, you know, are is too good of a player to that spot. And we've got to find ways in situational football, especially third down, to get them on the field at the same time. You know, Tyler's a great blitzer, can play man-to-man, really physical on the perimeter, got a lot of juice. Uh, and then obviously return game value. And then you add uh, Cam to that fold. He's a, he's a very cerebral player and some meaningful downs is able to do a lot of really good stuff for us. And then you add Jordan Martin to that fold. You know, he's a young guy who came to us this summer who, who I think is going to be a good player down the line. Then you go to the corner spot. You know, you have Eric Scott and Natron Brooks who played a lot of quality football for us. You know, E. Scott, his size speed is really impressive. Loves the game. He's had a good camp for us. Gotten a lot better at playing the ball. You got to give Coach Williams and Eric a lot of credit for that. You have Natron Brooks, who since I've been here is as improved of a player that we have. I mean, he's, he's really smart, really cerebral, and the guy can play. And then you had Brendan Tolles, who played a bunch of minutes for us at the end last year, doing a really good job, has become a, an adequate tackler. You know, he's a shadow-type player, man. You don't hear from him all game because he covered his guy. Uh, and he's getting better in the tackling game and playing the ball against some really good receivers every day. Then you add Mar- Michael Carraway and Markel McLaurin to that fold, too. You know, Markel's battled a little soft tissue injury. Excited to get him back this week. And then Caraway, man, the guy just done a really, really good job, man. He's got incredible size, speed. He's a great special teams player. I'm excited to see his development. Final couple of minutes with Austin Armstrong, the linebacker coach for the Golden Eagles, the defensive coordinator for the Golden Eagles. Where do you want to see this defense get better as we head into the, the final week and a half or so before the season starts? You know, we got to improve it, you know, our conditioning. You know, in, in approaching the football pre-snap, we've got to become a better tackling team. You know, John, we work it obsessively because it's the most important part of defensive football, and it's the least worked by a lot of people. We've got to, to, to continue to become situational experts, right? Red zone, third down, understand the sticks, understand the situation, understand what we're calling it while we're calling it. And then, two, we've got to continue to play the game the right way. You know what I mean? We have this reputation here of playing great defense over a long period of time about how we played. And that was with physicality, relentless effort, right, toughness, enthusiasm, and connection. And that's what what we want to be about. We've got to continue to do that through shared experience. I'm really excited to see them do it. I know you uh, need a little more time to get ready for the year. I'm ready to play. I think the fans are excited uh, to being in the rock, opening up the season here in about a week and a half. Right. You know what I mean? The thing that makes this place special is the passion from the grassroots level all the way up to the CEOs, right? This people that love Southern Miss, they love Southern Miss. And what a tremendous opportunity to play Liberty, who's Coach Freeze and their staff over the last three years have done a phenomenal job. They're one of the top group of five teams in the country, and what a privilege it is to get them to come down to our place and play us. And I'm excited to see uh, the work that our players do this over the next 10, 14 days to get ready for that game, the plan we're going to put put together. And I'm excited to see the environment that we aspire to have here at the Rock. And hopefully we do, we'll do our part on the field and you guys do your part. And let's create a nightmare for our opponent once they come to the stadium, which, you know, has been known for that for a long time. Thanks for visiting with us. It's going to be an exciting year, no question about that. Keep up the good work. Thanks for the visit. We'll see you again real soon. Awesome, John. I really appreciate everything you do for Southern Miss Athletics and do for our players and the exposure that they get. And I want to thank everybody that's associated with this university for the support they give us and excited to put on a show for you in a couple of weeks. That is Austin Armstrong, the defensive coordinator for the Golden Eagles, a linebacker coach here at Southern Miss. When we come back, we'll continue to talk defensive football. Dan O'Brien, the safeties coach for the Golden Eagles, is going to stop by and visit with us as we continue to to go inside Southern Miss Athletics. 
Pine Belt Trophy is a proud sponsor of Southern Miss Athletics and has been an Eagles supporter for over 20 years. Pine Belt Trophy offers laser engraving, glass edging, and engraving for specialty items and all of your trophy and award needs. Pine Belt Trophy is conveniently located at 905 Hardy Street. Call Jimmy Moore at 601-582-9273. Pine Belt Trophy says go Eagles and Southern Miss to the top. In sports, success is measured in the number of points scored, in games won, and in championships earned. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most. In fact, nine out of 10 people surveyed with a claim would recommend Shelter to a friend. To find out how Shelter can be there for you, visit shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield, we're your shelter. And welcome back, everybody, as we continue to go inside Southern Miss Athletics, talking a little Golden Eagle football today. Nice uh, visit a moment ago with the defensive coordinator for the Golden Eagles, Austin Armstrong. Now we're going to talk about uh, the defense some more with the coach of the safeties here at Southern Miss, Dan O'Brien. Nice enough to stop by and take us inside Southern Miss Athletics. Well, Dan, give us sort of an idea how things have been going back there with uh, your guys, with the safeties. What are some things you felt like coming into the preseason you had to get better at and what have you worked on during the preseason I think a lot of it for for us in our group we have you know a lot of guys back that have played some football so um, a lot of situational awareness understanding down the distance the the tendencies and you know plays we might anticipate seeing and being able to execute at a high level um, again you know we've got some guys that have played a lot of football back there so and then outside of that, just building some depth with the younger guys we have of, of getting those guys the, the, the reps they need in, in live football situations and, and get a good evaluation on them and see, see which guys want to run and strike and, and play the game the right way. How has defensive football changed in the time you've either been playing it or coaching it? Has it changed a lot in the last five or ten years? Oh, yeah, uh, a bunch. I mean, you know, everything's two to three plays in one now. With the with the run game, with the RPOs, uh, downfield behind the line of scrimmage, quarterback run game that's evolved. Formations have changed it. You know, motions, uh, everything else. You know, offenses do a great job of disguising stuff and putting window dressings on uh, on plays to try to manipulate your eyes. And and that's the key for us on the back end is we just got to have great eyes and, and vision as we play the game of you know transitioning from one thing to the next, anticipating the next checks and then execution off of that. Changing gears just a little bit. I know we probably talked about this before, but came to Southern Miss last year when Coach Hall got the job. Did, were you really familiar with Southern Miss, or what sort of attracted you other than uh, Coach Hall? I'm sure he's kind of hard to say no to, but you know, what kind of attracted you to Southern Miss, and has it sort of lived up to your expectations? Um, a lot of it's the history and tradition of it. Um, you know, my dad was a head coach for 40 years in, in college, and uh, – you know, he he. Had, when I got the job, he said, "Well, that was that was one team that people always try to put on our schedule." And I kept telling people, "No, I don't want to play them because, you know, it's it's a trap game for you because they, you know, the the history and the tradition of this place, the the expectation of the nasty bunch on defense, and uh, you know, the ability of this program in, in the past to win win big games." So. You know, there's there's a great history and tradition here. We're just trying to uphold that and get it get it back to where it needs to be. Has the role of the safety or the the job of the safety has it changed over the last five ten years in college football? Has the game started to change? 
Um, I don't know if the position necessarily has changed. Um, generally in football right now, everything's about team speed. Um, because again, you have to be able to play and defend multiple plays in one a lot of times in the, in the run game. So, you know, those guys still have to be able to play the box on the run and, you know, they got to be able to cover guys in space. So, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say the, the position aspect of it has changed. I think it just, it's more complicated for guys because of the stuff that offenses are trying to do to you. But we have ways to combat that. So it's not really a huge concern of mine with that. Look back uh, to last year, your first year, Coach uh, Armstrong's first year as a defensive coordinator here. How did, how did you feel like defensively, particularly there in the secondary, to safety position the Eagles played a year ago? We played well. You know, I think we there's a lot of room for growth. Um, you know, obviously implementing a new scheme, new techniques, new new coaches. Um, there's a little bit of a learning curve and and you know the teaching aspect of it is different because you know everybody teaches stuff differently um and then you know kids learn differently so between walkthroughs meetings and on field um the growth of the unit as the year went on i thought improved very well and i think you know going into spring ball we had a really good understanding of what the expectation levels were and the understanding of the the defense schematically you know really helped us and, and allowed us to grow but you know, a year ago, I thought the kids played really hard. Just some minor stuff, you know, game in and game out that we had to clean up. But for the most part, you know, here you don't have to coach a whole lot of effort, which is which is great as a coach. You know, the kids go out there and they play hard for you. So um, your job at, the, at that point is to make sure they're in the right place at the right time and have the technique and fundamentals to make the play. Dan O'Brien visiting with us. He's a safety coach for our Golden Eagle football team. Nice enough to stop by visit with us today as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics. One more question before we talk about the, some of the guys you're coaching back there. Again, your dad was a coach. What, what's the one or two things you learned from your dad about coaching the game of football? Well, I think the, you know, you got to love the players first um, because if you love the players, the players are going to play hard for you. And they know that you can coach them hard, but they know that that you love them at the same time. So that's one. Um, just you know, watching throughout the years the relationships he had with his players, heck, even the relationships I had with the players uh, as a kid growing up. So um, you know, that's that's one thing for sure. And then just the the uh, you know detail of everything you do, and you know your first step, your your second step, where that foot's got to be, uh, body position, pad level, all that stuff. Um, but the details of, of the game within within that. Talk a little bit about uh, your guys back there. Go over those guys back there that play for you in the uh, in the sa- at the safety position. Um, yeah, so uh, you know in, in our in our room, uh, you know the, the two guys that played a lot for us last year, Jay Stanley and Malik Shorts. You know, again, got a lot of football under their belts. Um, you know, played some some really really quality reps for us. You know, guys like Lakevius Daniel stepped in and played uh, in a backup role last year, but he gave some guys some spells, and he ended up finishing the season when, you know, Jay Stanley got dinged up or Malik got dinged up. We were able to move some guys around. And then, you know, a young guy like Jay Jones last year got a lot of experience in the kicking game, and then as the year went on, he just continually got better on defense and was able to finish out the year for us when Malik was hurt. And then you got guys that you get back, like J.D. Rutherford, who was out all last year, um, had a really good spring, a first spring here, made a lot of plays. And you get a guy like him back who's got a lot of experience as well and, you know, really, really smart football player. You know, you also got a, a young guy like uh, Cameron Knox um, who's, who's just coming in and learning it but is doing a great job picking it up. And, you know, again, you don't have to coach him to play fast. He just goes out there and runs around and hits and, 
you know, he may screw up, but at least we can fix that. Jeremiah Robinson's a guy we moved from wide out to safety in the spring. Um, has made a lot of big strides at the position as well, and at the star, the star position as well. Our nickel, um, you know, the two guys there, Cameron uh, Harrell and then uh, Tyler Knight, you know, was a huge addition, gave us a lot of depth there. And then a young guy like Jordan Martin is another guy who's kind of stepped in and, uh, you know, is a true freshman, is learning, but, um, you know, has all the tools to be, you know, have a great career here as well. When you watch guys like Cam Harrell and Malik Shorts, two guys that have played a lot of football, a lot of fun to, to watch them play, almost like coaches on the field when they're out there. Absolutely, 100%. You know, very smart football players, both of those guys. Even Jay Stanley's a smart football player as well. I mean, you look at it, Jay played both uh, safety spots last year for us. You know, Malik has the ability to play both if we need him to. So, you know, we got a a lot of cross training going on in, in the in that room and you know I'm really excited to, to see what this group can do this year you know a year under their belt in the system two springs a fall camp now and then uh, heading into the season I know cornerbacks and the safeties a little bit different but those guys all have to kind of be on the the same page almost kind of connected a little bit to know what they need to do when the other guy does something absolutely um, you know a lot of what we do you know, we're, we got to get people lined up in the in the pass game. We got to get the coverage checks. We got to get the rotation set. Put a lot on those guys' plate, um, and we really challenged them this fall camp. Our offense did a lot of really challenging things for us or to us, and uh, you know, I thought those guys, you know, handled it the right way. And you know, they're always trying to be a student of the game, so they're always trying to figure out where they can get better. What can I do better? What can I do better with my body position, my eyes, uh, my initial alignment? Because um, a lot of it in the back end has to do with. Uh, pre-snap and post-snap uh, alignments and pictures so um, the more stuff we can look the same but make different you know the more success we'll have as a defense. Dan O'Brien visiting with us he's the uh, safety coach for the Golden Eagles nice enough to stop by today visit with us we go inside Southern Miss Athletics a couple of more minutes with uh, Dan today. Uh, Will Hall obviously going to run an offense it's similar to what you might see in the NFL. I mean, a lot of uh, pro tendencies from what the Eagles do. Is the same thing true in the uh, defense and the secondary for the Golden Eagles? A hundred percent. You know, we played just about everything you can possibly think of coverage-wise, uh, rotationally, whether it's three deep zone, man-to-man, uh, quarters, you know, bracket quarters, where you're more of a man-match mentality defense. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff I use to teach for my guys, I pull off an NFL film. Um, Because you can see the same techniques, the same coverages, the same footwork and fundamentals that we teach here of, you know, using those clips to emphasize it at the next level. Um, And, you know, I think it it helps for those guys to see them do it and then see a guy at the next level doing it, uh, using the same techniques and fundamentals that helps reinforce um, why we do things the way we do things here. And, uh, you know, hopefully put them in a position where they, they can have success at the next level as well. As people are listening to this, we're about uh, maybe 10 days or so away from the uh, start of the season. Uh, what do you want to work on or what do you need to work on here over the next week and a half to get ready for a really good Liberty Ball Club? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we just got to hone in and, and really master our craft. You know, we've put a lot of work in. We've, we've worked a lot of technique and fundamentals um, at this point, we've just got to hone those techniques and fundamentals in and, and be able to process and transition eye, eye movements pre and post snap and really put ourselves in a position to be successful as a defense as a whole, but as a position group um, of just doing our job on the back end and doing it to the highest level we possibly can at you know the elite speed that we can play at. 
A lot of uh, excitement as you're going around town, around the state of Mississippi, or in this uh, area a couple of hundred miles away from uh, Southern Miss. Uh, and a lot of excitement. I know you can feel that, too, as the season gets ready to start. You can see it all over social media. You know, I, I know our players are, are ready to stop banging on each other at practice and get out here and, and go hit somebody else in a different color uniform. And, you know, I know they're excited to do it out here at the Rock in front of you know, 35,000 plus and, you know, rowdy and, and nasty fans out here. So, you know, we're, we're ready to get back out here and, and do it in front of a packed stadium and, and have fun doing it is the biggest thing. I know just your second year here, but uh, from somebody who's been around a long time, there's probably more excitement in and around the city and the county and uh, this part of Mississippi about Golden Eagle football than there's been a long time. And I think a lot of that has to do with the type of kids we have. And, and the product we put out there that, that people see. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited that they're excited. And, and I know, you know, us as coaches and our players are ready to get out there and, and put on a show for them. Dan, we appreciate it. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule. Visit with us. Take us inside uh, Southern Miss Athletics. Keep up good work. Let's go get a, a win there on opening day. That's right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Go okay. Eagles. That's a Dan O'Brien. He's the safeties coach for the Golden Eagles. Nice enough to stop by and visit with us today. Thanks, as always, to our director of athletics, Jeremy McLean. Deep defensive coordinator on our football team, Austin Armstrong, and again to Dan O'Brien, the safety coach here at Southern Miss. That'll do it this week. Till we meet you next time, John Cox, as always, reminding you of the three essential happiness, something to do, something to love, something to hope for. Hope to have you with us next time as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics.